the teachers union said they don't want to go to that kitchen. They were talking about yeah, they might but, strike. But still, they ain't, they're not going to strike. I'm going to tell you. And, it's since, and it's since it's time, like, we ain't going back into the classroom. Gonna, I think they're going to have I mean, to set like, a hybrid kind of a thing. Because, like, Afton's fighting the thing as far as being an advisor. They want them to they, – their initial proposal with the City College of Chicago was for them to be there three days out of the week. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, and they want eight of them as advisors at least to be there. And it's like, dude. First of all, you guys have worked out where all this has been virtually. They're shutting down part of the virtual aspect of it to force people to walk in there. And it's like, so, but this is a kicker though. The teachers don't have to come back. The classes are virtual. So why do the advisors have to come back? And the only reason that it's this, you know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with everything else. Also, we don't know these higher up in educations, how much of them are 45 people. Because they don't have to touch anybody or deal with anybody. I was going to say, it seems like a lot because they're giving all these updates via virtual yeah. calls, but ain't going to go to none of the schools. Right. None the presidents, them. the presidents, the principals, you don't have to be around. So, like, for instance, like what part of AFTA's job is they basically have to have some type of triage where a bunch of students will come in and they help them set up, get into their classes. They have to touch the computer and touch it. So one of her questions was them, so who cleans up the computer after those kids leave, Right. So I have to clean up the computer? Like, where's the PPE and stuff? And it's just one of those things where it's just like, fuck you, y'all just get your ass back up in here for the most part, right? And so, it's again, like, because I thought about you, and I'm like, I knew you. I was like, I know they're not going about to pay for no motherfucking virtual Catholic school. Well, um, I think and I'm like, I, did you talk about last year that you were looking yeah. into? We were going to do it because we thought yeah. we, she was going to have the same teachers, and we was like, fuck it, we was going to pay the money anyway. It's going ahead and we do it. With, right, it's fine. But when we found out that it was going to be like, she's not even going to have her own teacher. Like her, the teacher she's supposed to be assigned to is going to make a third party kind of a thing. Well, and I keep saying, fucking up, man. And I keep saying, I think it's less than fifty percent chance they can, go, they can even go back into the school anyway. And we have plan on transferring Grace to a, like a selected enrollment public school for fourth grade anyway. So it's kind of like, what are we going to spend like all this money for tuition? And then she's gonna get transferred anyway. Yeah, you put her in a thing. put her in a Catholic high school if you can't get into one of the great public high schools. We we actually we were trying to get into like a uh, academic uh, uh what do you call it? academic achievement schools or like that? Basically, like a Kenwood. Basically, you go for seventh. That's, that's what I'm. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You said a Catholic school. No, I said put her into one of the better high schools, and those yeah. also like Kenwood and Winnie Young yeah. have junior highs. If you, but if you can't do that, then pay for it. Right. Because I mean, I won't. Because even with Kenton's, at some point, at some point, we've like maybe he may end up in a Catholic high school. Mm-hmm. And my, luckily, my high school is still open, mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where it's kind of like, and they send me alumni stuff, and it's kind of like, all right, it seems like it's still got the camp kind of same flavor. Wait a minute, hey Melvin, how much was your how much was t- uh, tuition in uh, Maris when you graduated? Ooh, I'm about to let me double check that because I know yeah, it was higher. Didn't care. Was it more than ten? Was it more than ten a year? I'm pretty I'm pretty sure it was more than ten, and I know that when last I, last I remember when Morgan was there, it might have been definitely more than what I paid. So, damn. Yeah. Don't worry. Said, all, let you know. all that, all that's coming down, brother. COVID. <laughs> I, I'm saying, all like everybody, all let's go back to coming. work. Let's go back to school, bro. We gonna yeah. be back at home. All man. that's coming yeah, down, man. That's, <laughs> re- that's part of the reason why these schools are pushing so hard because now that the revelations coming up, like, wait, we can get this education a different way. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you look at college. Yeah. It's like, why am I going pay? All, why am I paying all of this? when we can learn like the, the University of New Hampshire, basically, or Arizona, mm-hmm. why am I gonna sit here and give you intuition 
keeps incrementally going up and up and up when we already know, like, dude, that, that doesn't even make sense. My old All manager right? daughter go to USC, and she, she, she was like, uh, yeah, they're going to be at home for the fall semester. I'm like, so what's, going with, what's up with tuition? She's like, oh, no, we're getting a nice little refund back. I'm like, I bet yeah, you I got home. a family member that graduated from there, and I think I got a family member that's going into there now. Uh, and listen, again, I'm listen, if my kid, now nah, I said this to Abby, if my kid was going to a high, high fangled college right now, especially if they were in their first two years, I would snatch their ass out and put them in the juke. I, I you know what? I got to talk to, but I can't, when I back to Chicago, I primarily went, as I was saying, my family, a baby cousin of mine is supposed to be coming to NYU this fall and they wanted me to meet her again so that way she'd know somebody in the city. Mm. Last I talked to her, they still supposed to have a move-in date and all of that. And I'm like, why? What, it makes no, this school year is going to be a wash. Anyway. Yeah, right. I can imagine all the tuition at NYU, too. Oh, my God. Bruh. 30, oh, 40,000 a year, probably. Man, for real. It's a whole full-time job. Man, I'm good on that. All right, let's go ahead and wrap this up. All right, so uh, let's do the baseball. Um, mm-hmm. Parade to the Cubs, boo-hoo to the Sox. You have a situation where, and it's the best-case scenario for the Cubs – to where um, a team that's won a championship in the last five years, um, that if in a, sh- a COVID-shortened season, if they pop out, it's kudos to them because they've already been there on the south side, and they're not even in that position right now because Minnesota has let us know, little brother, step your ass down again, which always hurts with the type of beating that Minnesota has given the Chicago White Sox. Um, and then Chicago's still not ready for those home runs that they knock out of the park 300 over 300 last season. Uh, but you look at just how well initially, and this is a small sample size, uh, Dave Davidson show, but you look at how well it seems like David Ross with the front office as far as uh, differences they want to make with when Joe was there compared to David Ross. And we know Joe started to do some things different as far as his interaction with the players prior to games uh, last season. Uh, but man, with the, they still got a nice amount of talent, but you, you look at that veteran team that's been there and they're doing their thing. And right now on the south side with the team that's been losing for the last four years at least, um, you know, they're still trying to figure out how to change that. And then the fact that Ronaldo Lopez is going on the IL, um, you know, definitely you hope it's just because he has shoulder tightness and wishing nothing ill on him. But being a guy that two years ago looked promising as a, a back-end rotation guy um, and last year looked bad and then Lucas Giolito snapped for the first half of the season, um, it's, I will say this, for the Sox, it's good that they're not waiting when it comes to Ronaldo Lopez, especially in this shortened season where every win counts. Um, but um, it's just disheartening when you see that uh, this team that has as much talent as they have hasn't figured it out, but it's the early season. Uh, I'll say after two to three weeks, I'll be a, a lot more cavalier with my dislike, uh, but it's it's real early, so I don't want to just diss them just Yeah, it is pretty early, and we had Jonathan Hood on ESPN Chicago was on. We interviewed him last week, and uh, he made a really good point. Like, man, listen, one game is kind of equals a three. Now, as we said in the first segment, we got to try to see if the the, the MLB even finished out the season, right? But 
It is still early, in a sense, even within baseball. I know it's 60 games. It still is early, but you want to see them uh, do a lot of better. I think the Chicago White Sox came into the season, even this COVID-shortened season, uh, with a lot of praise and a lot of hype to them. But, hey, man, listen, you still got to go out there and play. And you still got to get your pitching to the point of, you know, say we go out there and compete against a Minnesota, against a Cleveland, because they're out of the class of the division. Uh, one thing I will agree with what Jonathan Hood says, like, listen, even if they don't make it this season, because you got uh, Michael Pope, uh, Michael Kopech sitting out, you have arms that are on a shortened stint of getting stretched out. You have, you know what I'm saying, you was, you was in spring training and you stopped for a very long time, so you got to get the bats going again. Everything's out of, everything, everything's out of sync. Right, nothing synced up. So would it would it disappoint me that they didn't make the playoffs with an expanded playoff uh, uh, version or teams being able to get in? Yeah, sort of. But I still teams. sixteen teams, which I think they should do to do it anyway. But no, they shouldn't. I I like that. More teams are better. But do I think I'll be uh, super upset if they didn't make it? No, because they're still a young team. They still have a lot of young guys in the lineup. Uh, a lot of these guys are locked up anyway for a long, for the, for the long haul. So if they didn't make this season, no. If they, if they made a run next season, I'll be fine with that. Kyle, what do you think? Yeah, uh, as far as the Sox go, what they what they built is still – you can still consider it structurally sound overall. But like you say, they need pitching help. They need that that front line of the pitching staff has to improve or they have to get somebody else to come in and, and help them out because these first games have shown and you look at them compared to the Cubs who got – they got a nice performance from Chatwood. They got a nice performance from you – no, know, real nice performance from Hendricks. Uh, you know, uh, Lester stalled them out, you know, through like five innings yesterday in, in Cincinnati. They, you know, Cincinnati had a rally after that. But getting that five innings was key. Sox couldn't – Sox can't get that from Ronaldo Lopez right now. They can't get that from the back end of their starting staff. So if they're gonna they're gonna struggle like that, they look at that a five man rotation. They got about three days of, uh, of that five man rotation where they're gonna be like well, I don't know, and maybe only two where they could they could feel confident going into going into the game. So that's looking like you losing two out of five games. Every I mean you winning two out of five games at best, and that's not gonna do it. Not in sixty games, not in one hundred sixty two games. So you know, this, like you say, D, if they don't live up to something to the what we were looking for them to do this year we can you know it, that's not going to be hard to take but they have to be more critical of themselves right now and you know not waste time it always comes down to pitching right always yeah. comes down to pitching Cubs still have a terrible bullpen though and the only thing you can hope is that you get through 60 games you don't really need to lean on it that hard and only a few times it's kind of it's kind of weird. You, you kind of wish you could flip, <laughs> you know the, the, but, but the one you know. pitching as far as the amount of arms they have isn't bad. Yeah, um, that's why I said can you kind of yes. it's kind of like you will you will flip the bullpen for the Sox to give it to the Cubs yeah, or the starters for the Cubs if, and the Sox. In particular, if Kopech was here, yeah, then it would be easier yeah. to sit Ronaldo Lopez down, but. Right. You still have Dane Dunning, who had Tommy John last year. Um, we see Carlos Rodon is pitching right now, and we know how good he was before getting hurt, especially with that slider. 
uh, that he if he can get command of. Um, but one thing, and stay healthy. Before we get out of this, uh, and the Michael Kopech situation has has <laughs> popped up, and I'm concerned. Uh, and I'm concerned because uh, someone who's dealt with anxiety in the, as, as far as Michael Kopech, and one thing in the Sox kind of shushed him was Don Cooper basically said that, not feeling, I'm paraphrasing, that it may be better for Kopech to be with the team because of just the type of stuff that's going on in his life. We know that his wife, his, who soon to be his ex-wife, they stopped for divorce. Yeah, already. He's they just got married early this year, right? In April. In April. Six months. Wow. The actress on Riverdale mm-hmm. announced that they're having a boy, or she's ha- having a boy, and it's his boy. And um, then, them, then them papers came. Whoa, what whoa, they said. whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just say, Tony? <laughs> he asked, is it? I heard, I heard that, Tony. <laughs> 18 yeah. years. 18 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, my man's gonna get that test while that baby's in the belly. That's <laughs> not gonna. He's gonna be like, pr-. they be like, you know, it can hurt the baby. Prick him. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, and, and and so with a player where from when he was in Boston was fighting a teammate, roommate, or whatever, uh, with all that immense talent. Uh, dating uh, one of the daughters of the Atlanta Housewives prior yeah. to the daughter. Brielle, whatever. Yeah, and it's just like one of those things where it's like, it, I'm with Michael Kopech, but it's like, bruh, you got to take yourself out of some of this stuff too because you're playing with this world and while you want to be reserved, you're still playing with this media type world. And again, I'm not, again, that has nothing to do with his decision making but it's like for your sanity, how you need to try to apply yourself. So it's like, now it's just like, and his whole year is not going to be around his team. He's not, I mean, who knows? I know he has a strict regiment that he did. I've seen plenty of uh, video of the type of stuff he did with his father helping him and stuff they were doing down there. But it's, I won't say it's alarming, but it's disheartening and I wish him the best. Well, hopefully you, yeah, exactly. I mean, you hope the young man, uh, has a clear mind and clear head, not even for baseball, just for his personal life. Make sure, because once your personal life is straight, things, other things are a little bit clearer and easier to get through. So if he has his personal life straight, uh, maybe baseball be kind of like refuge and get out there and just play, just play a sport, just play a kid's game, and uh, he'd do very well. But no, it, it is kind of, it is kind of disheartening as a fan, at least, to try to to see him go through all this. But, I mean, listen, they definitely need him. I understand why he decided to uh, take the year off, as we talked about before. Uh, a lot of other professional athletes are starting to take a step back out. And one thing that really jumped up to me, too, just on that point, David Price sent out a, sent out a tweet basically saying, like, hey, this is what I was talking about. Uh, this is this is why MLB, you know what I'm saying, we re- I really didn't trust them as far as, like, keeping the uh, players' uh, health as number one thing in mind. So, um, but no, and you talk about anxiety going to Michael Kopech. Listen, I think I think next season is a really big year for the Cubs. Not saying this, I mean, for the White Sox, not saying this year is it's nowhere near over. You still have a lot of games left. They're playing a doubleheader against, uh, uh, against Cleveland right now. Just hope they got to get things in line, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, they got a lot of young guys. Just, just kind of hope we get back on track. But it's good to see just far as the Cubs wrap up for myself real quick. 
it's good to see the Cubs kind of getting everything back in line for them because they are a veteran team, and you don't know how much longer they have to be, in, you know, saying into the formation that they are. So you two years do, max, D. Two years max. Hey, go I mean, ahead and go for it. Go for they're it gonna now. Get, they're going to get something back. They're going to get something back from Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant? So I wouldn't even. I, hey. I, wouldn't put a say, I wouldn't even say that. Now, it may take a year or two after that. But just in terms of this core, probably yeah. two years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just my, and try to make sure that you get something out of what you can right now. You can look in the locker room like, hey, man, this team is probably – it's already changed as it is since the championship year. Listen, just go ahead and try to do the best as you can. And they have damn, a shot, too. They have a shot. It's damn near the time to go back to Chris Bryant. Like, you know it's COVID out here, right? You, you he might be pulling that already. Listen. You know the Dodgers not gonna sign your ass, right? Yankees not gonna sign you either. Hey, as long I'm as he just, don't test positive, he'll be fine. I'm just, no, I'm not. No, no, it's not him being fine. But you also have like the real reason Mookie Betts signed that deal was because he didn't want to be on the open market after yeah, this. At COVID, yeah, finger on that pulse, right? <laughs> he was like, yeah. you know what? He listen. If COVID didn't happen, Mookie Betts probably wouldn't have signed right now. He would have oh, went to market if if COVID. But he was like, you know, remember, mind you, two weeks ago, he was like, the market dictates what the market was. But guess what? He was like, let me get this money. He got because, 380. 380 was a number. Of yeah, them. but with diminishing returns on what the TV money, the sponsor money, the fans and the stands money, it was time to get paid. And it may it may be time for Chris Bryant to go get paid. Because yeah, gonna, we already know that the MLB suffocates the market anyway. Yeah, they listen. Yeah, Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, uh, Garrett Cole will get paid, but we mm-hmm. still know they're they're stagnating the market. But they're giving that to, to, to give an illusion that everything is still free and play. It may be time for Chris Bryant to go get his as much money as he can because it may not be out there in the upcoming seasons. I'm just Chris that. Bryan is 28 or 20 – is he 27 or 28? No, it's like – I think he's 26. 26? He 27. He's still that Yeah, guy? I think he'd be like 28 or 29 when that contract is over. Okay, so maybe that's what I'm thinking. So maybe when that's he what would I'm hit, when No, he he's 28 right now. Oh, he okay. is 28. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Just turned 28 in January. All right. You know how they look at you when you pass 30. Yeah. 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 I mean, but he had a great, I mean, he's had a great career so far. But like I said, for the Cubs right now, it's good to see them still, them, they playing well. This has an expanded playoff uh, scenario this year, expanded teams. They can get in and watch, as I always said about any sport, just get me to the dance. And let me see what happens. And they have a very, very good shot of being a, a, a contender or a playoff team for the NL Central. Um, listen, I don't want to keep everybody. Uh, we definitely appreciate you guys and the amount of time that you've spent. Mm-hmm. But I, it's just crossing my mind. Let's do this once a month. Um, but what, what I was saying, let's do it once a month. I would want everybody to bring at least. least. <laughs> no, not D. D's gone. <laughs> D can't come back. He's made a decision. He's got to rock with that. All right? D, D, Why what? can't he come back? D is no. Squidward in the – No, D is gone. D is the guy. What you say, Kyle? Maybe D is just pulling the ultimate D. No. <laughs> you don't – and then that wouldn't be D. That wouldn't be D. No. Uh, that wouldn't be D. So I'm joking when I'm saying that. Of course he can come back, but he won't be here. Um, but let's try to do something to where it's more interactive with all of us and we bring a topic or two 
that we all discuss to the table when we do it. And uh, let's name it something and come up with something creative and then let's support one another. Uh, but it's cool uh, definitely to do it. Um, it's good to see all of y'all, even though Tony looked at his phone the whole time, because Tony's very disrespectful. Um, he's one of those people that will sit Yeah, he will eat your food and be in your house all the time, and then he will just disappear because- All right, I'm gone. Right, he's and very- it is, like, it is easy. Especially like, if, your clout, if your clout is into the level that uh, where, where he, where he's moving. Like, that's the type of Negro he is. Hey, I would, <laughs> I would say this. The bougie grows. I would say this, though. I am, I am going to be, uh, as I said, this is my last show, but I'm so, I'm so excited to be fan, to be a fan. All I'm not saying I was, was not a fan anyway, but I'm going to be so happy to sit back and just listen as a fan. I'm going to be so happy to be able to sit back and watch sports. It's just a fanatic you know what I'm saying? Um, I think I think I haven't been able to do that in these 15 years. I mean, I I am a fan, no doubt, but you know what I'm saying? Just kind of like a unmarked. It's just kind of like ah, I could just say and do whatever. Uh, but I can't wait to be just even bigger fans of everything that everybody's doing uh, right here. So. Um, it's a great, it's a great idea, Ken. You saying y'all get together and kind of watch this, so I can just, you know, what I'm saying as I'm working, I can go to the YouTube, I can go to iTunes and just sit back and listen and just listen to y'all just talk sports. I'm gonna be, I'm very excited about that. So, um, uh, yeah, it's bittersweet, you know, what I'm saying this is the last one. Uh, Ken and I. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah, please. So, in the interview with uh, Jay Hood, yes. he mentioned that he was disappointed in you. What did you feel about that? It's not the first time I've heard that from somebody. Um, I've had other conversations with other people, and they say the same thing. It's kind of like, man, you know what I'm saying? I wish you would keep doing it, or, you know what I'm saying, I'm disappointed you're not still moving on. But I know I have to be able to look at myself in the mirror because it's not just a one-man band. It's more than just me. And if I'm not strumming along as hard as I can, it's going to bring down everybody else. And that's why I had to look at myself kind of like with my, like I said before, the passion of it. I can't do that to you. I can't do that to Ryan. I can't do that to none of y'all. So I have to just be able to look inside and say, hey, man, listen, I know other people probably be like, hey, man, I wish you keep on going. I know this is just a moment of time. I think Melvin, he told me, Melvin said it uh, when I had the, uh, the conversation with y'all before, like, man, you'd probably be back in a year. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I do get that. I do hear that a lot. But I know right now in myself, in my soul, that's not the case. So it's, it's understandable. Um, I'm not shocked that he said that. Um, I'm happy he said it. because I'm happy you said it. I, I was going to say that too. I was he just was about gonna to hold that. back and not say it. Yeah, yeah. I, but he I, I, said I was just about to say that too. How he loved the show and mm-hmm. how yeah. it's going to be missing you being there, especially as being two hosts of color, right? Uh, doing the show, and I'm happy. And that's one of the things cool about Jay Hood. And we're going to have an interview. You'll keep it real, Lawrence Holmes, and these these are really our biggest brothers mm-hmm. uh, in the industry. Um, we've had plenty of brothers and mentors, but these are the pillars yeah. for the most part. I was going to, I was going to end with that saying that I'm happy that he did say that. Cause that means that we did something right. 
Right. You know, um, this fact, the simple fact he said, like, man, I'm driving down Stony Island. I can just turn on and listen to y'all podcast. That's something good. That's something that's pretty cool. And uh, that that does mean a lot. You know what I'm saying? That that means a whole lot. That means that what we what that means what Ken and I set out to achieve, we was able to achieve. Going from the break room at the at the gig going to just leaving class and broadcasting school and going to find our own studio and us just recording all that time, all those hours, all those reps, what we set out to achieve to leave, to leave a, a, a mark on, a, on this industry, as Tony said, that we have done. We've achieved what we, 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 achieve what we set out to do. Um, am I going to be around for, for the rest of the ride? No, but... My brother, are you gonna sneaky come back? Probably not. No. Okay, I'm just making sure. No, we don't know what we're gonna do with these internet. That's not habits. me. That's not. That's not me. And I don't think it's me personally. I don't see that being you, but I do see. I, but okay, let me say this twofold. Yeah, me personally, because I love you. Mm-hmm. I want you to be happy. I don't. I don't think you truly love your brother if you don't want your brother to be happy. All right, that's just how I play. Like, I had a girlfriend that told me when I was in high school, I don't want to see you happy with nobody else. And I was like, what are you talking about? We're not going to be together. This doesn't make sense, right? Like, that's evil, right? right? And I've always applied that to any relationship. And for me, where it would be easy, like, man, D, let's do this. It's like, my brother wants to do this. I want what's best for my brother because true love is I want you to be happy. That's what... If you really care about somebody, especially when someone's coming to you, it's like, I'm not feeling this. You don't say like, no, you say, I want you to be happy. So with me, I know when you make a decision like this, usually it's a done dilly, yeah. right? Uh, but that's even the things that are telling you as far as the social media and cares in case you return in a year. I don't necessarily want to rip everything down uh, in case you return, because I mean, Listen, I, we would hope things go very well with you leaving. That doesn't mean it's going to happen, right? Like I, I mean, think it be, will, but okay. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, it's you that, that, that not to take something away from you. Um, we'll see. We'll see how this goes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a learning process, and um, in particular, me and Ryan are going to have to try to really reconfigure some things. Uh, so we'll see how it goes, but um, it'd be great. If you did, but um, I mean, maybe it won't come back in this in this iteration. Maybe it might come back as something else. Um, like I said before, I think I'm a creative person. I know I had the talent to just chit chat and just talk. I might say, listen, my old lady told me I could talk to a tree if I wanted to. I can. I know I can. Um, yeah, that says a lot about your fucked up shit. I know it does. It's, <laughs> It's the only child up there. I'm out here talking to a tree, baby. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know why you out here with this COVID. <laughs> he ain't gonna be going long. He already yeah. plotting his way back. He's like, maybe in another form. See, you ain't gonna be going long. Well, no, but listen, I have, but my mind is always, I'm sorry about that. My mind is always going. It's always going. It's the simple fact of, do I wanna do it? And that's the issue. That's the problem. And um, like I can spit out ideas, but it's kind of like, okay, yeah, maybe this idea isn't the best for me. I don't know. Um, my mind has always been going since I was a kid. I can always create something. Uh, but 
No, I don't usually. It's, 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 Ken is one hundred percent right. Y'all know. Y'all know this about me. When I say I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> and I have a pretty strong will uh, when I say things about myself. So, but listen, like I said before, this isn't like I'm about to. Uh, I'm I'm going away forever. I'm I mean not going away from y'all forever. I'm not. I'm always gonna be here. You're gonna find me on social media saying something. Uh, this has been, these past 15 years have been the best past 15 years of my life. I got to meet every last one of y'all. Uh, I, obviously Kyle and I came up together, but, um, I've been able to. But we to brought y'all closer. Just give us our props. Yeah, Kyle was going, yeah. Kyle was, yeah, Kyle was in school. Yeah. Kyle was writing yeah. when he came hey, back. Y'all, and he, and y'all we like granddaddy up. and grand, that, that's what? not, that, what? y'all not what? that close. We, we brought all of that close. Do I need to bring pictures? You, let me get Josh. I'll send you pictures. Do I, do Josh, I need to bring pictures Ryan, of me and Kyle together as kids? Jason. <laughs> right. Can't take all the credit. No, right? All of it. family. Listen, let me not fool y'all. Did we make their family relationship closer than one of them? Oh, Lord. Don't you get it twisted. That is so good. Our distant cousins to a certain degree. Oh my goodness! All right, do y'all take pride in that? Don't y'all let these mother fool y'all with this bitch? Yeah, that's not his first cousin. That's his granddaddy's cousin. That's a total what? sister. That's a total. We had second daddy. cousins. What are you talking you know, about? Second cousins ain't shit. I'm joking. <laughs> see this cousin? You see this? Oh, uh, I know. I know. That's your, that's your co-host. <laughs> not, not, any, not anymore. Yeah, I'm out here in the streets. I'm hoeing. He put me and he told me to hoe. It's like, why you got me out here hoeing? He was like, just go out there and shake your ass a little bit. It's like, what the fuck? Tell me what you're worth. <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> but but uh but no man like i said man this been a this been a, a great run uh i just want to say also too i'm gonna come up with a longer piece but i just want to say thank you for everybody who reached out to me personally uh, who reached out to you dude let us know Wait, anybody haven't reached out to me so far man i ain't gonna put nobody out there like that you gonna put it out there like that Who I'm, 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 I'm gonna do a your, big i'm gonna do a big professional career to get yeah, thank you from. yeah i know right you uh, know what i just want to say we did davis got some real big egos <laughs> tony gave us a farewell show from the school right he did we had whistles and everything and hey man d retires now listen, I'm gonna say this right now. If I retire in the next year and a half, you gonna get the same thing. No, no, no. I'm not doing that shit. You ain't doing right? what? It's it's a fucking wrap. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey man, you gotta go out. You gotta go out with your flowers, uh, man. You gotta go out your flowers, need, and people gonna give you your flowers. I don't need flowers. you know that. So wait a minute. So thanks <laughs> you to everybody who did reach out to me. I'm gonna do a longer piece and try to say thank you for everybody who helped. Help me get to this point. And as I said before, Jason, Melvin, obviously, obviously Ken, uh, I don't know why this has happened to me. Uh, Ken, Tony, uh, Ryan, Josh, everybody who's on here right now, y'all have been a big part of my life and allowing me to live out my dream. Uh, just thinking back, like I said before, a thousand times, just in my parents' apartment, I mean, uh, in my parents' house, my grandmother's house, just recording myself to the point where we was, Ken and I was able to uh, do a show on the score. The first show, Tony was in studio with us at the score. Cuzzo Cow was there. We took a pictures in front of the 670 score, banners, whatever like that, you know what I'm saying? That's something, man, working our asses off from that point to get to, from the, going back in the day to get to that point, that shows you if you put your mind to something, I know this is very cliche, but if you put your mind to something and you really push for it, it can definitely happen. You know what I'm saying? So um, 
don't know if I say I love you to to you guys uh, enough, but I'll say it again. I love you guys. Um, like I said before, man, y'all got y'all had me. Y'all allowed me to live out my dream. Um, and I, like I said, I can't wait. I'm just ready to be fans of y'all and sit back and just sit back and you know, just sit back with a drink and just throw on a podcast, throw something to Tony did. Obviously, what Ken and Ryan is doing, read everything and watch everything. Uh, Kyle is doing, and Josh is doing, doing. Melvin's doing his thing. Jason's doing his thing. I'm just, I'm just excited for that right there. You know what I'm saying? I'm just excited for that. So, uh, it's the last one, but, uh, but I had a, a hell of a time. I had a hell of a run. I'm going to miss the time going down to Bourbon in my old Cadillac with no AC, and we were sweating our asses off getting back to Chicago. <laughs> Stories like that. Sydney telling the lady at the diner he don't know. She don't know who he is. My sister was giving him love. He was like, you stop it, sister. You get the hell away Right. Tony coming down there to the studio like, hey, guys. I'm a superstar. I'm a superstar. I'm a Derek Rose. Fuck Derek Rose. <laughs> like, who is this kid? You know right. what I'm saying? Josh uh, meeting him down at the show. Ryan down at the at school, Melvin down at school, man, doing this thing. Uh, what, what was Don't it? It was. Jason wait a minute. Oh, no, 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 no. It was. Um, what was the name of y'all show, Jason? Jason, Melvin, and Tony. What was it? Jam. Oh, that one. Yeah, Jam. How about that? New, uh, being a part of that. Killed that shit. Man. We don't get any royalties, though. Jam session. Yeah. Jam session. Yeah. 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 So even just seeing all that, man. Um. Just sitting back with the memories and just sitting back and thinking about everything that we have done. Man, listen, this is not a sad note. This is a celebration. I've been able to live out all this stuff, man. Y'all just don't know how happy I am that I was able to do all this stuff and meet the people that I've been able to meet. I'm happy. Uh, I'm it's happy. A sad, it's a sad note. Yeah. Uh, one because uh, these shows were a way to get out, and um, I'm not going to be able to um, hang out. Um, this was congregating and um, being with family, so I won't have the same opportunities to do that with you. We can so do a that, Zoom session. We can still be. We're still together, baby. We can. You we be. You, you be big. You do that. You be big on that. You be the force on that. Yeah. I'm not dissing it. We but also, we'll, we'll I want to say good. this. Okay, I want to. Sure. I, I want this to definitely come across. Mm. Um, I want to thank Chanel for allowing us to have this. Yes. Uh, for as long as we've had this, um, and same I same thing to Afton. Same thing that I appreciate that. I also want to say this on a selfish note. Yes. Hey, you and Memphis outside of Tony. You know, my birthday was last Friday, right? Out of the last three years, this is the second time you effers did this, right? Just pointing out, I'm always on y'all birthdays very hard. Now, mind you, I really don't care. But but don't forget y'all. He let I deserve I deserve better than he that. let y'all know that. All right, I deserve better than I've been a good friend to all of you motherfuckers. I deserve a tad bit, but and then you come back, you be like, "Hey, kid," I'm like, "Nah, motherfucker, that's not the shit, right?" And again, because when I'm saying it to D and Ryan, I I don't care because I know y'all love me. Like real talk, I'm not even saying that on like some fuck shit. Like as a grown ass man, that's not as important to me because these guys on this screen have always shown me their amount of care. 
or whatever. So I'm just busting balls. And if we can't be friends and bust balls, then what's the point oh, of busting yeah. balls? Oh, yeah. No, no. Or whatever. No. But before, real quick, we're going out. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to do this. Jason, Jason Hood, Jay, Jay Hood tried to break me. As my brother, I love you. Uh, you provided so much to my life, and you will provide more to my life. Yes. That's all I'm saying. But you, you got me crying too much for a grown-ass man. And it will not happen today because my brother died and you were taking advantage of me. And I will not allow that moving forward. <laughs> but uh, definitely, and then for all of y'all, and I hope you don't take it as not being for real. Like, y'all are fam. Mm-hmm. I speak for D and myself, and I speak for all of us when I say that. And as fam, all right, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so there's little things. And that's not to say that we got to be always lifting one another up or anything like that. But it has been a benefit to have, especially with me being the oldest, um, all of you all in my life. Uh, it's been a benefit. And I appreciate it indeed. It comes down from you uh, being the glue. It's been such a great benefit. And uh, take Take pride in that, if I can say that, if it means anything to you. Ah, I appreciate it. Hey, and for the last time, uh, thank you for listening to the Dean Davis Show. Hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Dean Davis Show, Facebook.com forward slash Dean Davis Show. I ain't going to go through everything. We got Melvin. We got Melvin. We got Melvin. Hey, if listen. I said the N word in front of white people, that's my N word. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, I love all y'all. I love all y'all. I think we got Josh <laughs> Thank you, Chanel. Look at Tony. Tony, don't, he don't care about nothing no more. No, he don't. Look at him. <laughs>